Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review. Prison Break Season 5, or the reunion, the... They're back. I don't know. Prison Break is back. It's episode one of the new season, and I'm pretty excited. These are, this is just going to be my immediate reactions after the episode. We'll get to a little bit of a recap here, but Prison Break's kind of a tough show to recap because it's all kind of action-heavy and character-heavy. If this is your first time checking out our podcast, what we do is episode recaps right after the episode airs, sometimes after the season airs. And I think what I'm going to do is a podcast now, maybe a podcast in the middle of the season, and then a podcast at the end of the season. If Prison Break gets really, really crazy, I might do some other, some more content. But after the first episode, I'm pleasantly surprised to see Prison Break back on my screen. It is the show. It's, it hasn't really changed. Uh, it has all the, the Prison Break tropes, the fast action that has my heart beating. I can't contain it, and I need to know what happens next. This could be an interesting experience, too, because this I also never watched Prison Break week to week, and it's set up to be that kind of television crack with the way that the program's set up, similar to 24, for instance, where you need to know what happens in the next episode. So I, I gotta binge watch this shit, too. I'm not watching this crap week to week. You're not doing it to me, Prison Break. Not again. But I'm not alone. Throughout the evening, I may or may not have some friends, because I don't know who the hell's interested in this shit. I might be the only one in the fucking world that's watched this tonight. Who knows? But I've watched every single episode of Prison Break and the movie at the end. I have to fucking watch this. And it's not like it's been so long that they're rebooting it for a crazy amount of time. It's been something like, I don't know, what has it been, like eight years or something? Or at least on the show it's been eight years. But again, I'm not alone. I have with me the motherfucking chat. Gonna unpack and talk all about this episode of Prison Break and what I think about the season being back and all that sort of stuff. I didn't see the episode, but I listened to the recap. Hey, hey, Timo, great to see you. And let's not waste any time, because... Timo, seriously, this is this could be just a serious 20-minute review. There, there isn't much really crazy to to say about this season of Prison Break. Was it good? Okay, the first, that's the hardest question. Was it good? It was Prison Break. Do you think Prison Break's good? Now, I know this seems weird. I don't necessarily always have to love really deep shows. What's good about Prison Break is the fast-paced action, the quick interactions, the interesting pulp-like characters, the the weird progressions of Michael Schofield's mind and how he plans things out, and just the fun of it all, really. The the there's kind of a caperness to it all with all them getting together and doing things together. So, I think ultimately after the first episode, it just feels like Prison Break again. And I don't and I, I think it's after this first episode, I think it's better than the later seasons. It feels a little bit closer to season two of Prison Break. It kind of has that kind of tone to it. Was it bad? Nah. I, I don't think it was bad. Was it excellent? No. It was a good episode. It, But, excuse me, I do have a couple of issues with it. And we'll get into this. I love, it starts out kind of like a video game. We introduce to our characters really quickly. Right away, it gives you that crazy, crazy prison break feel. The story's progressing at like flash-like speeds and I need to catch up to what's going on. It immediately feels addictive. If you were addicted to this shit before, you can be addicted to it again. It's one of those kind of feelings. And nothing bad so far. So far. Some things were cheesy, but 
The worst part of it is if you follow the lead up to the season starting at all and the whole fact that they're even doing the season because you need to have Wentworth Miller back and you need to have fucking Wentworth Miller in that part as Michael goddamn Schofield. So you know Michael Schofield's coming back. Yet again, they did a 15-minute preview to the season where they basically showed everything from this episode, all the highlights of this episode, to lead to this point to Michael being discovered alive in the last two minutes of the episode where our, where Link actually gets in touch with Michael again at the, the last moments of the episode. So we knew that was going to happen, that we already got that. That was more of a transitional, like something you would make a video game for in between the season. So what we really got was a Link story and a Teabag story, really, and then mixed with a Sarah story, which came a, a lot off like she was talking about the Rick Shane situation a bunch of the times, and we'll get into that a little bit, too. So the best element of the show right off the bat, before Michael hasn't been introduced yet, really. We only see him for a half a second. The best aspect of the show so far is Teabag. He is incredible. He makes the show extremely entertaining to watch. Robert Kepler or Kepling or Kepi, whatever the fuck his name is. Who knows what the fuck his name is. He's awesome. Let's go into the live motherfucking chat and see what some of you guys have to say. I just don't understand why we needed a return to Prison Break. I think we needed a return to Prison Break because... Wentworth Miller's character and Dominic, whatever, Iceman there and the Firestarter guy, they got success on Legends of Tomorrow playing partners and kind of reintroduced a interest in them as characters, which uncovered an interest in people saying, oh, wait, they were in a series together before. People went back and watched Prison Break, which simulated interest in a Prison Break reunion because there was interest in those two actors working together again in other projects. So it's, do we work together on another project or do we just do Prison Break again? And they decided on the latter if it was a good enough story to do. My biggest problem with it is that William Finker couldn't be a part of it or Fincher, whatever the hell, however the hell you pronounce that dude's name. Uh, I thought Mahone was probably my favorite Prison Break character by the end, but Teabag's good enough. Hello, Arlrick. Too many ads, though. Definitely too many ads. Pretty Boy says, Pretty Boy says, yo, what's going on, Pretty Boy? Best show ever, Prison Break. Prison Break is like crack, okay? When Prison Break works, I think Prison Break's a show of high highs and then cheesiness. And it and it man manages when it's good, when it's surfing that wave of awesomeness, it, it surf, it creates a perfect balance between both those things. And it's because of the characters. And again, on a lot of these shows, what makes it great, when I think ultimately I like 24, I like Prison Break better than 24 as a whole, having watched both shows, and I think both shows are in a similar genre. Because I think in, in 24, you have Jack Bauer, who's an exceptional character. Then every other character in that show, including some of the secondary, secondary leads, are interchangeable, and you never really care about anyone but Jack on that show. Whereas on Prison Break, they have a, a rogues gallery of people that you care about to a certain extent. Link... Uh, Sucre, Sino, Teabag, Mahone, that whole crew, and I didn't say Sarah on purpose, <laughs> but Michael's kid, you care about that rogues gallery, and they're, and they're interesting enough as characters, so it, I care about their adventures. Hey, Dark, what's going on? Thank you for the shout out, Dark. You were fucking awesome, man. Kiyote, great to see you. What is up, everyone? It's awesome to see everyone in the live chat that happens to be jumping in and joining us. We have to... 
we should have got a two hour. I agree. There should have been an intro. It's because we're only getting nine episodes because they didn't want to shoot their load. I feel like this, this episode was a lot of foreplay and a lot of stuff that we knew was going to happen. They needed to get this episode, the places in the pieces in place, but this, this night of prison break was screaming for a two hour premiere. And the second half of that hour is Michael in prison and what he's been up to. Cause it leads you the story where basically everyone that's going to be a part of this story, what they've been up to. And it does it in a very cool video game. Learn, uh, learn about each individual character as they come together, like a Voltron sort of situation. And you learn about each individual person, where they've been and all of that. And then we cut it right off at Michael, and I hope episode two goes down that direction, and I kind of wish we got the two-hour premiere tonight. I agree. And, uh, yeah, Mahomes was amazing now, uh, Quixote. He was the best, he was the best character in the show, and, and ultimately because he showed such a great progression of characters up and down through his addiction arc and his redemption arc, and starting off as an antagonist for Michael and then ultimately becoming his friend, not really his friend, as his anti-friend, his frenemy. Do it, Quixote. Yeah, only nine episodes, pretty. They're better, but I think it's one of those things where they're going to test, and if this does well, then there'll be an, probably be another season. Hmm. But I think as of now, from what I've read, it is just a one-time sort of thing. So ultimately, as I said, it was a link in a teabag episode, I think, were the, were the highlight points of the episode. Um, and, I, and I think Link is a great character or a decent character, but he was never one of my ultimate favorites. And, and when he's carrying a scene, it's, it's good to get the typical Link stuff again because you expect it. Just a big, he's the big dummy. <laughs> and he never gets hurt, you know, gets thrown from the car. He's, he's picking up a coffin with his hands, like, like literally digs, digs Michael's grave in a perfect triangle, like perfect, I'm perfect triangle, perfect square or rectangle, whatever. I, I, I know my shapes and <laughs> block, 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 block. Perfect. I mean, perfect around the edges. If you ever dig a hole, it's not easy. I mean, maybe he's probably done a job knowing Link. He's been a, uh, he's, he's done this job before, but still. And then he literally picks up the coffin in his hands and just like lifts it out of the grave. Then another part, he gets, he, someone takes over his car and he's driving and the car gets knocked off the road and he, and he goes through the window and flies and lands in the water. He's he's super link. He can't be hurt. He's he's like Bruce Willis unbreakable. Absolute Kyoto or even when there is no streams just pop on in there to the Discord group which everyone can join in the description box below where the discussions keep going. I'll, I'll create a a room or or just even in the main room you can discuss this show, you can discuss Prison Break. Or you can, we have different rooms for different shows and different discussions. And yeah, it's, it's just a lot of blah, blah, blah. It's, it's just more of the fun same with the live motherfucking chat. So, so yeah, I, I think the origami shot at the beginning was a little cheesy, but that, that's just me. I think, again, in general, this was a very fun return to Prison Break. And I'm, I'm not saying the last season was horrible or the TV movie that ended Prison Break, I think unlike something like Heroes, for instance, Prison Break never got super horrible. It just got maybe a little repetitive to some of the same devices. And I think season three, for my opinion, was better than season two. If I remember, I like the seasons when they're in prison. And I also hope Bellic shows up at some point in time in all of this. Is Bellic alive or did Bellic die? 
shit, I forget. <laughs> but I, I, I think Prison Break's better in the odd number of seasons. I think the movie was probably the weakest part. And I think towards the end, it got a little cheesy. But I think this is one of those shows that's prime for a remake because it's it's just fun. There's nothing really deep about it. It literally, the way to describe it, it's like Technobabble and a Star Trek thing. The least you take Prison Break seriously, the more fun it is. When you just watch it for the ridiculousity that's happening on your screen and the fun of it all in a, in a very action, visceral kind of way, That that's my enjoyment of Prison Break. And... And again, like the relationship. So yeah, I very much enjoyed it. If people want to get, if anyone's popping on in at any point in time, they want to leave a voicemail about Prison Break, you can do that at 781-990-8509. We also have a call in line if anyone is feeling talkative at 213-943-3802. And those lines are open if you want. Does Phil read while he's playing the game or does he read uh, YouTube chat? I read both because it's, it's usually if it's a, a chiller evening, I'll read the main chat first. But if you do at me or something in the Discord group, I'll get a little ticker on the top to say I have one message. So I'll know that I have a private message. So sometimes during the busier streams like the Game of Thrones or the Walking Dead streams, if people want to get indefinite questions, that's the best way to get your thoughts in. If you don't want to try to get it in in the, uh, the fast paced chat. There's also a voice chat room in there as well where people can get in and and get a little talkative that way as well. Okay, zippity doo da zippity yay. And hey, hey, walking David, how's it going, buddy? So the episode, let's not waste any time. Let's get into it and start talking about this point for point. And it's time for a little mini recap. Okay, it's a Monday. I can only get so excited. No, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Woo! The next three days I got work. Yes, up at six. <laughs> Here we go. We got the walking David in the live motherfucking chat. Oh yeah, you can. It's you can you can do all sorts of stuff. David used to occasionally host host a radio show in the Discord live chat. Mm. So the episode of Prison Break opens up that we get a flashback memory, or we get basically for anyone who hasn't seen Prison Break, they give you the Prison Break uh, sum up of what of what's happened so far on Prison Break. The evidence says you did. I was set up. Swear to me. I swear to you, Michael. Last time on Prison Break. I find it incumbent that you see the inside of a prison cell, Mr. Schofield. I'm looking for someone, a guy named Lincoln Burroughs. Why do you want to see Burroughs so bad anyhow? Because he's my brother. I'm getting you out of here. It's impossible. Not if you design the place it isn't. <laughs> you what, mixed up cracker, you know that? Are we in business? Now? It's all about time. Schofield. You're just as pretty as advertised. When do we get started? I need your help. You're asking me to break the law. I'm asking you to make a mistake. Forget to lock up. Come on! We did it, Mike. However, this plays out. I have no regrets. Mike, get off! Well, if you're watching this, that means you're safe. I wish I could be there with you. But as you know now, I wouldn't have had much time. I made my choice. 
I don't regret it. We're free now. We're free. And right away, the show doesn't fuck around because, as I said, they kind of showed you everything that was going to happen in this episode in a preview for the season. And we and we open up right on Michael and we see a flat flashback memory of the four seasons. We see an owl. We get a monologue on how Michael had to leave everybody. This is our only Michael that we get in the episode. Freedom has a price. Freedom's just another word. Seven years ago. Left behind a brother. A wife. A kid. A son. I be I became a supervillain in the Flash universe. If you listen, they're there with you. Reaching out. Trying to tell you something. We see in this period of time during the episode, we see in in flashbacks and visuals, we see what happened. Michael's body, he wasn't really dead. He, he switched out at birth. We see Fox River. Do you believe the story? Hey, Tim. Was the man who died who you thought he was? The dead talk. If you listened. Spoiler, Critch. Spoiler alert on Prison Break. Michael, this is all you learn in this episode other than where your characters have been. Uh, there's one piece, one little spoiler thing that uh, that will happen with one character that we're going to get to. But again, it's all just lead up. Here's the big spoiler at the end of this episode. Mike, guess what? Prison Break is back and Michael Schofield is alive. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a cool thing with Teabag that we're going to get to in a second. I love the Teabag arc this season. Hello, Critch. Hello, Tim. Hello, all of our awesome friends in the live motherfucking chat right now. So Teabag is back, and we immediately get into some great Teabag in Fox River, leaving off where he was left off at the end of the movie. $1.31. He, he's being released from prison. Laptop. And almost immediately. Three pieces. How about you keep that? <laughs> Whatever you bring in, you bring out. And one last piece of Love you, David. Feel better, my friend. And hey, Red Waller as well. really wrong with the world when I'm receiving dozens of letters a week for guys like you. Nothing compared to the emails. What is it with you killers that put the satin on women's panties anyhow? Now, this is a weird side arc that they have to the story that's just kind of ridiculous. That they start off in the prison having having uh, us find out that Teabag has lots of girls sending them his panties, their panties, and and all these admirers that send him letters in prison because of everything that happened on his story arc in the series. He's a little bit of a minor celebrity of sorts. And, uh, and yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't wonder where that's going to leave. So, he looks all fucked up. He see, gets this letter. It, it sent to him in the prison cell, and he opens it up and gets this kind of weird look on his face that you ultimately know it's going to be Michael's going to be alive. And uh, then we cut to Lincoln. Bump to the bump to the bump 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 bump. Would you send him your panties? Would I send Teabag my panties? Uh, probably. If, if I would probably send him uh. <laughs> When I send him my panties, I was trying to think of something dirtier to say than sending him my panties. I, I'd send him my jock straps or something like that or whatever. Wow, how's it going, buddy? Igor, first thing I hear is teabag. 
<laughs> I'd said I'd send him racy pictures, you know. I wouldn't want actually I wouldn't want to go to a guy like T-Bag. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Twisted. You I don't you don't want to know what me and T-Bag send back send back and forth to each other. T Tim would send uh T-Bag his panties. So we cut to Lincoln who I think some people would also send their panties to, running down, and no surprise, Lincoln's still a punk. Here, he's there, he, there's a gun, he owes money to somebody. Lincoln's, they say, no, Burroughs, we're gonna get you someday. And you might have made it out of the neighborhood, but you're still a punk. He owes money, he's in trouble. You know, usual stuff for Link. Not much has changed for him. He's, 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 he's awesome in this episode, but I love him as a B-man to Michael. I think... His character on a show that I'm not even the biggest fan of right now, I, I like his character more on Legends, where is, where is on Prison Break, he's, it's not that I don't like Link, he's just the less interesting brother to me. I'm, I was always more a fan of Michael. Link's a little <laughs> dumb. Link's an idiot. So, uh, so let's go. Huffing and puffing. Oh, Lincoln's learned shit. Lincoln is a dumbass. The only thing Lincoln learned is how to use the internet. Lincoln say Google Michael Schofield. L Lincoln say computer work good. Uh, uh, uh. Fucking Link. Link, Link go to Yemen now. I don't, you maybe shouldn't go, I don't care. Link go to Yemen now. Link sell passport. <laughs> that That's the equivalent of Link. Gotta find my bro. I gotta find my brother. <laughs> I love him, though. He's a big, lovable oaf. He's believable in that part. The actor plays Link's strange earnestness really expressively well. And it, and it, on surface, you could see some similarities between him and his character on Legends, but they're very different people, and it comes through exceptionally well. When we see more of Michael, it's going to be interesting to see, let alone... I mean, the voice gives it away alone, but... Uh, Captain uh, Captain Cold is such a more of an outgoing character in some ways. Lincoln learned how to be Mike's bitch. I would send Link. I wouldn't send Link in my panties, but I would send uh, send them to Heat Wave. Yeah, Heat Wave is a different sort of guy. I want to have drinks with Heat Wave and have a good time with Heat Wave. Okay, so Teabag and Lincoln talk, and they go back and forth, and. And T-Bag shows him the picture, and he says, Michael's alive, and... I'm clear with the government, the DOC, and my God. It wouldn't appear to be the same with you. Look at you all backslid. Whoa, that's weird. The, the, the... You're supposed to be going up in the world as the age, or did you not get the memo? You didn't get off my dick. I'm gonna crack your skull. <laughs> Seems fate has deigned to join us at the hip once again. Despite our mutual contempt. I don't know. That's a good question, pretty boy. Unless unless they have some... Unless they get in contact with some high-end military group or something like the company in that kind of organization that can just get Link out because they have a private plane or, of some sort. But that was... I don't think that was the smartest move to just quickly hand that over. He, he was just... He's so impulsive. There could have been many other ways to try to find a way into that prison at one point. And it, Link just... He's, this is where I say Link doesn't learn. He's just so 
he sees in front of him and just goes straight the fuck ahead. You're just like, Link, come on, dude. Chill. Link's got no chill. Now, Mike and Cole, they're pretty much the same guy. They're both... Hmm. I would say that at core they are... I would say Cold it leans a little bit more to the dark side and Michael leans a little bit more to uh, to caring about multiple people. I know Cold sacrificed himself for his crew and all of that, but I think they are ultimately similar characters and have similar reasons why they do what they do. But I would say I would say Michael is a little bit smarter and and Cold is a little bit more emotional at times i mean michael gets pretty emotional too it's hard tim that, that that's actually a really good point now that i think about it more i see more and more similarities between both their characters whereas heatwave and link are two completely fucking different people michael and cold have a lot in common in a lot of ways it just it just comes through in different character traits that they have where michael's just more hmm and cold's more wow Waluigi a little bit. He Waluigi's it up a bit. Yeah, season one, Cold was a pretty good guy. And still calculating and uh, and kind of reading the room. Michael just has that next level plottiness where, uh, where he can see things in three dimensions and all that sort of shit. I would rate it... It's hard to say. King McCann, great to see you, buddy. It's... Comparatively to the rest of Prison Break, the rest like, on its own through all all the five seasons of Prince, four and a half seasons of Prison Break, whatever it is, four in a movie, I would say a solid seven and a half. It's a good introduction into this season, but nothing much intense happens. And I would say for the characters, that's all on characters because the story is everything you would expect and leading it to the point at the end of the episode. It's it feels like a half an episode. It feels like half of a two hour episode, and so it's hard to it's hard to complete the thought. But I would say if you like Prison Break, you're gonna feel very. It's not even nostalgic. You're just gonna feel comfortable watching it. You're gonna enjoy the watching experience. Hey, DJ One One King McKay, great to see all of you guys. Hmm. Great folks jumping on in the live motherfucking chat tonight. So we come back in, we get some, we get some perfect teabag dialogue. If you're a teabag fan, it's worth watching it alone for him because there's certain parts that people are meant to play and they're iconic enough characters to sell a series, even in the bad times. And I'm not saying this is the the worst of Prison Break. If, if you suffered through the worst parts of season four and the TV movie of Prison Break, when this, this is a step up. It feels very similar in that I keep comparing it at times to 24, where the 24 live another day seemed to be a little bit back on par to what 24 was earlier on in the series, rather than those later kind of stray where the fuck's 24 going at this point seasons, or Scrubs the final season, not the college years ones, the final season that they had in ABC after those last couple of cartoon seasons. Eli, hey, thanks for everyone, even the people that did not watch uh, the 
the prison break tonight just popping on and saying hi for a second we got some really awesome people in the live motherfucking chat dj eli timo tim king fucking mckay great stuff definitely check out king mckay's channel dj one one's channel on here on on youtube analysis of thrones lots of awesome people <clears throat> thank you so much everyone joining us tonight or joining us meaning the multiple personalities inside my fucking head we we feel it is time. It is time to keep the recap going. It is go. Do it. Ah. <laughs> so let's let's let me lay down a little music. So then, <laughs> the brothers alive and wahaha, your brother is alive. <clears throat> and of course, analysis of Thrones, who's graduating in a master's program, doing some stuff and. So hasn't had a lot of time, but hopefully we'll have some more videos as we get closer to the Game of Thrones season. So uh, season one was definitely the best season, one of the best seasons of television to this day. Eli, it's awesome that you mentioned that. I talk a lot about Mark from Enchantment of Eternity did a, a review like this that I was maybe going to be on, but timing didn't work out on it. But I'm going to do a podcast of my own at some point of my top 10 favorite single seasons of a television show. And Prison Break season one is definitely in the mix of that discussion. Prison Break, when it's at the top of its game, is a, is like crack TV. It, it just keeps you going. It makes you have to watch. You eat one chip, you want another chip. It's just, it's like fast food television in some ways. It has a lot of it has good character depth too, and and you're almost surprised at some of the moments you get from people like Teabag and some Michael moments and some other characters here and there, or Sucre and DB Cooper and all that sort of shit in the first season. <clears throat> and it it surprises you with how deep it can be at sometimes. But it's a really fast paced action show that. Literally is one of the best binge watch series because of that reason in that first season because you just want to keep going bang 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 a bang a bang 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 a bang said a bang bang bangity bang 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 a bang said a bang bang bangity bang 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 yeah wait is this a Legends of Tomorrow crossover show wait you mean Michael's still alive holy shit been really busy with uh. It's for a show on Fox, it really surpasses the quality it should have. Yeah, I agree, and that's why, and that's why it couldn't couldn't last at that pace. So I think it serves better for. Oh, we have an idea for a nine episode story arc. I'm upset about the nine episodes, but I think if they're quick in and they're gonna have have to have such a rapid pace to do all the fucking crazy shit, you know, they're gonna want to do in nine episodes of of Prison Break. So I think nine episodes might be a good amount, and I think we could be in for a very fun nine episodes. Yeah, Prison Break is it's just so much fun to zip through those episodes and get and get into it. And it it it, it serves really well watching episodes back to back. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Analysis says hopefully uh by the end of May and bef- towards uh, the beginning of Game of Thrones season. My mom loved Prison Break and kept telling me to watch which probably I've never seen it. DJ11, that's very fair. I know Mash is one of Joe's favorite shows. And I know it's a good show, but I also know my mother and my grandmother used to force me to watch it and say, this is awesome. You're going to watch this. You're going to love this. And I never gave it a fair shot when I was a kid. So I can never watch it now. Anytime I turn it on, I just kind of fall asleep and I go, this isn't for me. Whereas I I probably, if I had watched it just on my own, I probably would have liked it. 
And there's shows that I've watched, like something like Happy Days, for instance. I watched it on my own. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And then, my, oh, I love that show. And I watched it with my family later. Whereas something like MASH, it was like, no, you're going to watch this. You're, you're going to sit down and be forced to watch this. And it's just, and you, your, your brain kind of sours to the situation. And you never, in a lot of ways, sometimes you might not give it, or I don't give it a shot. I wouldn't give it a shot. There's a couple of other movies and different things like that that fall into those categories, maybe even some kinds of music that I just sort of checked out on because of the people that tried to get me into it, being like, oh, listen to this band, this band's awesome, and it's some person you find super fucking annoying. So you're like, I'm not wanna, I don't wanna listen to you or your stupid band, it sucks. Like, that band sucks and you suck for liking it. You don't say that, you think it, or I mean, I say it, but if you're, if you're a human and, and smart person, you don't say it. Can't watch Mash. I used to scare the suicide is pain. This it takes down many changers. <laughs> I'm so happy to have all of you guys in the live motherfucking chat right now talking. You're making me making me smile. I'm sorry to give you the post traumatic theme song disorder there, Timo. Suicide is painless. It didn't burn many changes. So your brother is alive. Oh no, Lincoln. Lincoln, your brother's alive. Holy crap. I almost feel a little weird recapping this thing because ultimately I already told you everything that happened. If I continued with this recap, it would basically be me playing the lines of the show. I'm not going anywhere quite yet, but when it comes down to it, let me. I might, I'm probably just going to kind of yada yada through the rest of this because... It's one of those shows that it's not going to transfer as well. Someone telling you what happens. It's more. It's just watch. Just watch it. You know what happens? Lincoln Teabag go. They walk from one place to another place, and then Michael goes to. And then we flash over to Sarah's place. She's got a kid and a husband doing their thing. It's Michael's baby, and he's really smart. He's a genius too. He's a genius. He's a genius. Yes, he fucking is, you motherfuckers. He's genius. Yes, he is. Why are there so many babies that are geniuses? Yes, he's a fucking genius. And then Link shows up and goes, I think Michael might be alive. Teabag told me. She goes, why are you talking to Teabag? He's an idiot. And she, he, Link goes, well, uh, well, I want to believe Michael's alive because we're doing this reunion series, so he kind of has to be alive. And then she goes, I don't think he's alive. We meet Sarah's husband who's someone we met briefly in the main series. Uh, we meet Michael's kid. Then they, then Lincoln freaks out and he goes and he digs up the grave. At the same time, Teabag's contacted by a random person who grabs him and says, we want to meet you at the hospital at a weird time at night. Teabag goes to a weird hospital at night, uncovers his hand, which looks like a fucking baguette. And then Teabag gets a magical operation. Bum, 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 bum. Do, 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 do. Walk like a boo, boo, boo. I don't know why I did that music. The the humans are dead. Boop, 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 boop. Zero, 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 one. Zero, 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 one. So he gets turned into a half a robot, gets his Borg hand, and gets gets a metal hand to kind of fix the whole T-Bag doesn't have a hand issue. So now T-Bag has a metal awesome hand. And some random big financial force pays for T-Bag's money. Then randomly Sucre shows up because, oh yeah, because Link goes to C-Node who's all religious now because we need something to connect, connect, uh, connect 
us to Yemen where Michael is. So T so C note knows the language and he has contacts over in Yemen because of his church because of his church and all that stuff. And so they go over and they go and and then Sucre shows up for two seconds and gets punched in the face and, they, and goes Sucre uh, and and gets the Chris Farley from uh, Wayne's World thing where you might be relevant later and Sucre goes off to be relevant later. And after that, uh, they go to Yemen. That's right. They go to Yemen. And then, oh, no, I'm sorry. Lincoln is attacked. Uh, he's driving down the road and someone uses a computer to take over his car and he gets run off the street. I'm doing all this by memory because I feel like I don't even want to read my fucking notes right now. Uh, and he gets knocked off the street, which is kind of a cool action scene, but completely fucking ridiculous. Someone hacks into the computer like the like the penguin did in... <laughs> And Batman returns to, to Batman's Batmobile when he starts taking over. This guy just takes it with a computer, takes over Lincoln's car and starts just driving it like a remote control and stuff because things work like that. And, and throws him off the road. At the same time, Sarah is being attacked and her husband gets shot in the chest. She doesn't go on the mission to Yemen. Sucre is going to go, but he gets punched in the face and decides that he's more relevant later. When they're going to have to calm from Yemen to get them out of Yemen. And then they go to Yemen. They meet up with C-Notes or C-Notes contacts uh, don't pan out. And they end up getting kidnapped by these guys from Karate Kid 2 from from Master Sato's place that just beats them up and intimidates them. But then we get an action scene with Link. Link beat people up. And we get a Link, Link and C-Note beating people up scene and some cool funny one-liners between the two of them. And after that, we meet up with his contacts, which tell him about the prison that the Americans in. No one knows Michael Schofield's name, but they know that they know the picture. And then they show up at the prison eventually. And Link has to trade his passport for a path into the prison. They show up at the prison with the passport thing and the picture of Michael. They go to the counter, show the picture. They say the name, which is actually the name of a terrorist that's been working against, that's been working with ISIL and working against uh, C notes contacts group and that's Michael and it's and Link goes Michael Michael talk to me and Michael says I'm not Michael says my name isn't Michael and I fucking hate you get the hell out of here and he walks away looking sad as as Link screams and his best Link scream like when when he thinks his son uh, AJ no what it was RJ LJ LJ is dead. No, Michael! Just eats up scenery to death, and it's so awesome. I love this show. It's such I'm watching this. Stephanie and I are watching it, just laughing our asses off. Like, after the first 15 minutes, she turns to me and goes, oh my gosh, this is fucking amazing. I, I just, I don't care. What the hell are we watching? And it's fucking ridiculous. Is it great? Is it high-end? Are you gonna watch this and go, this is, this is amazing? It can be it could be someone's favorite show of all time. I accept that. In a lot of ways, first season is in the discussion. When I love these characters. Is it exceptionally tight around the edges? No, it's crazy action rules. It's last action hero rules at times. Magic. They almost have magic powers of bending society's will and bending the, and seeing magic imprints on the wall and synesthesia live in your face and shit that I mean it's kind of a we we have a we have a dude that got his arm caught chopped off and never got an infection and is just walking around he's like he's like a certain certain 
certain Stark child that's in a dirty river, you know, just like walking around with a fucking wound on his hand that eventually just turns into a baguette that that randomly someone wants to give him a big metal hand to work in an experimental surgery, you know, <laughs> just so he can have a hand and fuck with people. Crazy fucking show. And the episode ends with Michael saying, get the hell out of here and Lincoln screaming. And that's basically our episode. I, I don't need to play. I don't need to. I don't need to read any more of my notes. If I want to play some more of the audio, I might play some more of the audio and comment over it a little bit. But that's basically the show. Let me get into the live fucking chat. That, that is the episode. <laughs> Phil, you need to narrate all the Game of Thrones episodes like that. Just, just the, uh, the, the, quick, the quick style Game of Thrones. Uh... <laughs> the quick style uh, recap. And then this happened and some asshole went over here and pushed, pushed his butt and punched him in the dick. <laughs> and then Link goes, Rawr, me angry, me angry punch. And then this guy, Ned Stark, goes, this fat bastard just wants me to come down to fucking King's Landing. What a piece of shit. And then I just rode my little horsey with something stuck up my bum. And I knew and my wife was yelling at me and telling my bastard she, he had to carry the shit bucket and call him the piss boy. Piss boy, get over here. And then we wandered up to that motherfucking place. And then that fat bastard, I fucking. <laughs> Thank you, Tebow. Just had to. Had to kind of get to it. Bum, 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 bum. Sucre was pretty good. Uh, he's just a likable character. The The character seems really friendly and the actor plays him very well and very earnestly. And I, I think that's one of the things about all the characters, even Teabag. He's very, there's something, there's something affable about him, something likable about him as a character. So Sarah's husband was killed by who? The husband wasn't even relevant since he has to see Michael. He's not officially dead yet. He just got shot in the chest and he's in critical condition in the hospital. So the husband's not actually dead. He's just almost dead yet. Yeah, T-Big should have died of infections a long time ago. But Prison Break is ridiculous in the funny way. I, in the funny, ridiculous way. Game of Thrones speed recap runs. Hi, everybody. This is the recap of Game of Thrones season one. And, and Ned Sark, fuck you, motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> but you gotta sing the recaps. Hey, everybody. What? Hey, everybody. Hey, Torquemada. What do you What do you say? I just got back from the Oi Neve. The Oi Neve. What's the Oi Neve? It's what you ought to do, but you do anyway. The Inquisition. What a show. The Inquisition. Let it go. I'm on a mission to convert the Jews. Jew, 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 Jew. Gonna get them. We're gonna help them. See the lie. We're gonna give them our number. That the Lannisters can't refuse that the Lannisters can't refuse <laughs> and then Jamie got his hand cut off and then he wanted to fuck the motherfucking Brienne but she was fucking a bear instead no 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 <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yeah, Teabag is so likable that girls send him his panties. Teabag was still Teabag when he was on The Flash and Arrow as Clock King. When he, was not, when he was on Heroes as the carnival guy, he was fucking Teabag. He's Teabag everywhere he goes. The only thing I think, and this is one of those things that, I'm going to say this with mixed messages because I think Robert England is the only person to play Freddy Krueger. But if they ever did make a remake, because I'm ignoring the remake that they made and I don't think they ever should do he or he should have been cast in that remake. He 
looks like Freddy Krueger. I see Freddy on him too. Him and Robert England, I'd like to see them work together and play cousins or some shit like that. There once was this guy named Ned Stark. He had a big stick. It got split apart by Tywin to two little prick ass sticks. Anyways. <laughs> How'd this turn into Game of Thrones horrible makeup stupid song time? But yes, that need that needs to happen. I need to uh I need to do that. Someone remind me of that. <laughs> remind me to uh re- again, where where's Johnny the Irish Wildling when you need him? If he write if Johnny writes me something, I'll say anything. Johnny's my writer. Oh my fucking goodness. Okay, so that's basically our episode of Prison Break. I, I mean, I don't really know much else to say. I mean, we could, again, I could play you some, some clips. Uh, I gave the words another look-see. Maybe that's the answer. By your hand, you shall know the glories of your progeny, and our world will be made right forevermore. You get a lot of awesome teabag lines like that throughout the episode, and I could try to say them and repeat them, but if you like Prison Break, this will be sort of my my culmination of it here. Just if you like Prison Break, and even if you're thinking, eh, why, why does this need to happen? If you enjoy the characters, if you enjoyed the show in in any fashion, and it was a show you kind of just lost track of, or you binge-watched it, and it just seems like more. It if it feels like not enough time has been separated for it to feel completely unnecessary. It just feels like they waited a little while for a continuation. Again, I point to 24, Live Another Day, or this new 24, which I haven't actually watched, but it has more of a feel like that. Like, it's just a continuation, again, of another season of Prison Break, and so far, after one episode, I like the tone, I like the speed, I like the characters' motivations, I like the placing that they put everybody. This episode isn't anything deep. I don't recommend this as a week-to-week watch, though. This is something that, again, my... I have to figure out a way to get a legit rating system of stuff when I do, like, straight-up reviews of something. Prison Break, so far, as of right now, I don't think it's a show you ever want to have to wait week to week to. I think it's not made for that because it is crack. It is one of those things that makes you feel it. The episode ended, we we both looked at each other like... That was... I don't know what to do. I have to wait a week for another fucking episode. Phil, it really, really sucks. I don't want to fucking watch this show week to week. We better not recap it. But I must. But you won't. But I must. But you won't. And then we had the discussion and then we ultimately decided that I would that we do sort of like a big podcast at the end of the season because I don't I agreed with her ultimately at the end. You are right. I will not. And I'm not going to. It's not a show that you should watch week to week. It's fuck them. Fuck them. Beat the system. It's nine weeks. Wait the fucking nine weeks and then binge watch this show. Or wait till it becomes comes on Netflix or something like that. I do want to see more and I want to see it get ratings and all that stuff. But I think everything matters now. And you can wait. And you can binge watch this when you have some time. It's not something you got to watch this now. 
So I definitely give it a thumbs up, uh, seven and a half, like I said to King McKay earlier, but it's a waiter, it's a binger. You don't want to have to wait week to week for this crap. You don't. It's good, but don't let them do that to you. <laughs> Some shows you want to, a show like Game of Thrones, for instance, Better Call Saul, or, or a lot of shows, even The Walking Dead, you want to kind of rip apart that episode, take your time with it, look into it, go kind of overanalyze single episodes of what happens, a prison break thing. No, you want to see the whole story at once. You don't want to have to, what are you anticipating in fucking prison break? The, the anticipation is sucks in it. It's, it's this, uh, it's an action thing. You want, I want my, ver my, I want it now. <laughs> Give it to me now. I don't want to have to wait for that kind of, that kind of closure, that kind of bang. And I think Prison Break's one of those kind of shows that definitely watch this if you're into the show and into the characters. But I, I think you can definitely wait and binge watch the series when it's over with. <laughs> Zoe's Movie Corner says, I didn't watch the show tonight. I was doing a job interview. Good, ep good episode. But again, as I was saying, I would recommend doing it... Um, watching it on a binge watch unless you're someone that has to watch it now and you're conscious of spoilers and all that sort of shit. <laughs> the Steph part of the musical was called. <laughs> and yeah, old OG Prison Break, it's made for a binge. I can't imagine having to wait week, week for week for it. Yeah, this is this is the worst thing. S Stephanie, I am I am like Oh, Stephanie, we will not do it. I do not know if I can recreate the magic of this opera part, but Stephanie, I agree. Yes, Phil, I agree. We will not watch the show leak to week. Yes, Phil, I agree. Stephanie, we will not watch week to week. And Phil, you have a big heart a very 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 big heart and you have smelly thoughts <clears throat> so yeah it was it was really a great discussion that we were having in full in full song it was it was beautiful um <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyways um Oh, it was one of those damn video job interviews. I hope that goes well. <laughs> so, someone, someone missed their calling. The calling for me to shut up. <laughs> mm. I need to get some. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, harnessing my inner opera man from uh, Adam Sandler. The effect helps my voice. Oh. Now, these are the opera issues. But yeah, I guess that is the end of that. Prison Break, definitely watch it if you're into the show. You won't be disappointed. It is the Prison Break you remember. Uh, it's a lot of fun. But I would recommend, at least for myself, because uh, the operatic voices inside my head sing to me and tell me to, to, uh, to collect these episodes like, like Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Yes, you do. Catch them all. I've got to catch them all and watch <laughs> and watch all these episodes eventually. And then I, and then at the end of the season, I'll do another recap of the entire recap podcast review of the entire season. Again, I may talk about it in the middle if we get some big bang or or somehow I break 
I break out of it and I end up watching week to week and I go, oh, this I have to talk about this. But we might even do some maybe a live reaction or something like that. We will we will see. Is that a halo over his head? Because oh, because it's the voice of an angel. I don't forget 5.15 Eastern. Yep, me and Joe will be on tomorrow afternoon at 5.15 doing some more streaming. We'll be doing a live recap or a live review of Joe's thoughts of The Walking Dead season finale and kind of season seven in general and just kind of put a bow tie uh, and uh, grab the nutsack of this season of The Walking Dead one last time. And then on Saturday evening, thanks to the generosity of Heath Hinton, who is one of our newest patrons and made a request. We're going to make it happen right away. And he requested a live commentary review cast, one of those commentary casts where we're sitting in the living room watching it, of Spaceballs. So we're going to be doing Spaceballs this Saturday evening. Fucking Timo. I love you, Timo. This Saturday evening... We have to uh, do, <laughs> we'll be doing a recap of or live viewing of Spaceballs. If people want to watch that with us, it'll probably, be, I'm not sure the exact time of that yet, but it'll be around seven, se- around the seven to eight hour. And that will be Joe and I definitely, and maybe some other guests along the way, but definitely Joe and I, and I got to take a sip to Timo, boom, 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 Timo, boom, boom, boom. Oh my gosh. Oh fuck. So we got it. So these are two things that we need to write down. Someone asked me, the, so first of all, someone want, okay, so anyone that watched Prison Break, that the Prison Break review is before this point. From this point on, I'm going to be on for a little while longer. And this isn't going to be prison break, prison break related. Uh, cue the beginning, uh, cue the end of this podcast. Everyone, thank you so much for watching the prison break podcast. I'll be back next time at the end of the season to talk more about prison break. Thank you so much for checking this out. If you haven't already, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, all that shit. And also, please give us some star ratings on iTunes and some reviews. Excuse me, it can only help get us to more and more people. Excuse me, I'm losing my I losing my friend losing my friends here. I'm losing Michael Schofield. Oh, he's alive. Michael Schofield's alive. Yes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Welcome everybody. Oh yes, that's right. It's that time of night, everybody. Oh yes. Hey, little girl, come and sit on Uncle Phil's lap. Uh. Oh, yes, Uncle Phil is in the house. Oh, la, la, la. See, I have to be careful with those operatic things because ultimately that could be too much of a good thing eventually. I I have to to make them honest because if I'm just starting to go, and then the podcast went on, and Phil said with his stupid ass song, and Stephanie shouted from bed. She said, Phil, you got to come to bed instead. And Phil said, no way. He has to get up at six, but he says, fuck that anyway. He has to give Timo what she earned for. She said she will pay for it. Yes, she did. Then you can stay up till six in the morning, earn that money. You friend, thank you.
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sit on Uncle Phil's casting couch. But thank you so much, Timo. And and keep reminding me of that. But someone else wanted a stream where I talked all in in uh, Pig Latin in the uh, Ithig, we called it. Hit the guy every the guy everybody. Hit the guy every if I can't even do it right now. Hit the guy, hit the guy with the guy, you the goo. Here hit the guy, hit the gam. Fit the guild of the gee, if the gish you the goose, get the guy. Hit the guy, hit the gam. Fit the guild of the gee, if you you with you guy with the guy, Silva. Sorry, don't don't get me started. Don't indulge me. Don't make me feel comfortable doing that shit. Cause next thing I do, I'm gonna be scatting. Yeah, no. Don't give me a place to do that, Timo. Don't encourage me. You're fucking amazing, Timo. Timo, what'd you do? Oh, you what? What is this language you speak of? What is this kitty fucking language that you speak of? Timo, you are fucking amazing. Thank you for the love, buddy. Appreciate it. <clears throat> mm. What is this language that you speak? <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, you got to go home and watch the show. Touch me in inappropriate places. Touch him in inappropriate places. I like it when I spank. He likes it in to smoke the dank. He likes to eat his sandwiches when no one is away. He makes the lightning shift above his balls when he sits in the sunny nice day. Oh, so butty nice, they smell me in my belly. They go to the freight of the slide of the heavy. I don't know what words I'm making up and I'm touching my nipples. It feels awkward now, all of a sudden. It's never going to be awkward when I do this voice. Um, I don't know how much you go in choice. The kitty cat is getting upset right now. No one is messing with town. Oh, you uh, punch me in the balls, please. Stick it across your dirty ass face. <laughs> oh, I mess around. I sit in the middle of the dirty town. Sit away. Ato vice. Ato vice. You look happy to me. Done. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> careful you are. Careful you are not to speak like that in many other podcasts. See, and this is this is only that this is all the alcohol I've had. I mean, it is high alcohol content, but it's not a lot. It's Tuesday, for fuck's sake. Mm. Yes, I was analysis. It was inspiring me in song. <clears throat> Put that on the wheel. Exactly. When I do the super chat, and that's basically what I'm talking about when I, when I was, I've talked about this a little bit in the last stream. I want to put, get a spinning wheel or a Plinko set. I don't know, whichever one I can get uh, because it's, it's a matter of whichever one I can either make cheap or get cheap at a yard sale or something once the summer rolls around and get like a spinning wheel of sorts. So when anyone makes a super chat donation, <clears throat> we make a spinning wheel, one's a shot, maybe an opera song, drum solo, um, 
Joe Rin on any subject you want, you know, direct contact and like so we can figure out what it is and I want to have them be maybe a dry dry erase board so we can have different things different months maybe nominate things that people want to see on the board and just get a little bit more interactive with it because you guys are so generous in your super chat donations I want to be able to give you guys the level of silliness or whatever we whatever goofiness we can add to make you guys feel like you know it's going to a good place instead of just getting that shit face drunk so I want to keep the drunk stuff there but you know, have it be a random occurrence of, uh, okay, haha, you have to drink or shove the nearest stuffed animal down your pants or, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. But I think that might be a uh, a more entertaining way to do it. And we'll definitely have opera singing on it. We'll do a podcast where we not maybe once a month podcast with the patrons or something like a patron only podcast uh, with some of the people or some or some of uh, the FOPs or on the uh, discord group or something. <clears throat> and uh nominate things each month to be added to the wheel or take you know so we'll figure we'll figure it out we'll get we'll get huge we'll get as interactive as we can with that so step one get a wheel then get van halen to joy the band then get the khakis then get the chicks so uh so we're, we're halfway there yeah and it's liver saving and it's it's as much as getting drunk is fun it it's you know it's it's after a while it's like wait wait what are we doing we're we're, we're getting these guys drunk <laughs> is that what we're doing so i think there's some fun other things that we can put up there oh the shut the fuck up joe when the music hits i die yeah do a shut the fuck up joe section of the wheel exactly do a the shut the fuck up joe plays a shit buddy section where the shit buddy song plays uh you know, random story can be one be like tell us a tell us a story where it can be off subject, and suddenly we go on an off subject story of some sort. You know, we can have lots of interesting things that we can nominate and put on that wheel. We can have a cast that's all like a wheel cast. You know, uh, fucking, we'll figure out cool ways of doing it. But I think I think a nice little spinny wheel right here or something, or some sort of random cool thing, and uh, would we'll, we'll, we'll be the best way to do it. Yeah, a Fresh Prince of Westeros section, absolutely. And I have to say that the uh, the initial there's some there's some there's expect a video on the horizon for a Fresh Prince of Westeros. It's we're in the pre-planning, early shooting level of that, but uh, Taka and I are working on a little bit of a uh, a video for Fresh Prince of Westeros that will be coming out very. Fairly soon. We had a little bit of problems on the first uh, the first shoot, so we have to do a, a reshoot, but it's coming. So yeah, the wheel the wheel's gonna be a lot of fun. I want to make it as cool as as possible and and make it enter and make it entertaining. So so yeah, we'll we'll try to I'll try to get that wheel going by the beginning of of Game of Thrones season, probably before then, but those wheels are fucking expensive. I like looked up one of those wheels. I want to get like a custom made wheel. It's like, it's like, it's a scam. They're, they're scamming you with those, with the wheel department. Don't even tickle my side butthole like that. You tease. It's, it's coming, Eli. It is fucking coming. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it is. Now this is a story all about how Westeros got flipped, turned upside down If you want to take a minute, just sit right there I'll tell you all about the quest to take the Iron Chair Yep, the video is the video is coming at some point So uh, expect that sometime in the next 
month, hopefully, we'll, that that should be out. Uh, Taka and I have to come up with another time to do a couple of re reshoots of that, but it's uh, putting um, doing like a test version of uh, the video probably in the next couple of days. So we'll, we'll uh, and who knows, the test version might work out. I'll see what I do when I when I get hands on the footage. I might be able to put something together right away, but I would expect probably about a month. Well, Iron Throne, I'm not, I'm not gonna ask for that. But if anyone does, we do have we we do have a PO box. If anyone has a a wheel hanging out in their basement that they don't use that they want to send our way, please contact me at igotissuesman at gmail .com and I'll give you the address of our post post uh, our PO box, and I would happily uh, accept that as an amazing gift to be added. And it could be called it will officially be called your name's official wheel. I'll be like, I'm gonna spin the uh, J the Joe Dirty Locks official official spinny wheel every single time. So uh, no, Betty, not yet. <laughs> But yeah, I'm such I'm such I'm such a uh, such a schnooker. Like uh, so yeah, so, so all you guys check your closets and your basements. If you got a, a spinning wheel that you're not using, make sure you send to PO Box uh, blibbly blah blah. I just don't have it memorized. PO Box blibbly blah blah at blibbly blah blah blah. Yeah, it's not that hard to make a wheel. I I, I probably will end up making it or making a uh, a making some sort of random fun thing like that excuse me for a second come on get out you want to get out get out get out cat run for the drive if you can i don't know not too bad i probably should like i said i should probably should be able to get one in a uh fairly soon i uh with everything that was going on uh, like the last month i had a lot of un surprising expensive so i'm extra tapped out right now but Things should catch up pretty soon. Absolutely. Timo knows she has a uh, open invite anytime she wants. She's been on a couple times on, on calls, but we'll definitely get Timo in on something. Aww. Hey now, Timo. Special times, special times. But I can usually count on a couple calls a year from Timo here and there. But yeah, it will definitely we'll definitely figure it out. Take a dry erase board, then you tape it to show lines. <laughs> Amy says, I have an anxiety attack when I call, so good for you. Hey, even I, when I call, if I call a podcast or something, I get a little uh, nervous. When I, I called into, like a year ago or so, I called into the Double Toasted show, and I was nervous as hell. I was like, oh, hi, guys. Oh, oh my God, Corey Coleman, Martin Thomas. It was just like a little goofball. Jumping around, hitting a xylophone, and banging on my conga, being extra goofy. Hey, Av. Dun, 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 dun. So, yeah. 
I was sticking out of work. I discovered YouTube Game of Thrones recaps of Phyllis first and happy energy pulled me out of some dark shit. Well, Timo, I am so glad doing this show pulls me out of some dark shit too. So that's the best part. Well, as we start to wrap things up before I get extra silly and start singing more, no one wants that. Mm. As I mentioned, we'll be on tomorrow afternoon with Joe at around 5.15 Eastern Standard Time and then on Saturday night around like 7 or 8 p.m. <laughs> Timo. Yeah, for the first time I called was after three shots on your birthday. T Tim, I want to say one of your early calls was the shut the fuck up Joe call. Like Joe was going on our big rant and we were like, we got a call, we got a call, went over to the phone lines and it was just Tim with a simple shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, hey, Av. Great to see you, buddy. Oh, Spaceballs is streaming on Stars. I surprisingly, Iron, have the, uh, actually still have the DVD of that. But for anybody else that might want to watch along with us, you can get it on Stars streaming if you do. Thank you so much. <laughs> It's going to be a fun year, and I'm so excited to have all you guys. It's going to be a great year of Game of Thrones. And as I said more and more, and, and as I'm trying to do even now with, with a stream like this, where it's prison break, normally I would have just watched tonight and not come out here and babbled, but why the fuck not? It's, good, it's The time of that is done. As long as I don't have to, I'm like burnt out from work or stuff, I'm going to try to come out here a couple of nights every week and talk about whatever shows that I watch or just come out with some random casts. It's you guys are too much fun and getting to hang out with you guys is what I want to do more than anything. So expect to see me as more and more as Game of Thrones season progresses. We'll get a better call saw on Monday nights and Sunday nights will probably stay as a thing on one way or another. And then expect me maybe one other day in the middle of the week. So like about three times a week. And then when Game of Thrones hits, everything turns off and we're all Game of Thrones and we're going to do... Like I said, I hope three Game of Thrones podcasts a week, the recaps on Sundays, then do the feedback show that we do, and then maybe a later in the week show on a Friday or something with some predictions or just random shit of some sort. Just kind of maybe a double, one, one just me alone show on a Thursday or a Friday afternoon or something. And then the Wednesday show will be with a guest, maybe get some, get Joe sometimes and get some other guests. I know Nick from History Buffs said he would be on. Maybe we see King McKay sometimes. Maybe Timo. Maybe some of we can have a uh, FOPs week on the feedback show where we get where we get a bunch of any. We're a group of uh, some of our patrons if they want to jump on in, and then some other FOPs if they want to call in. We can have a uh, one of those feedback shows that night. So we're gonna do a lot of fun uh, stuff coming into the Game of Thrones season, and it's getting closer and closer. <laughs> Kiyote, you're not you're not missing much. <laughs> you you're not you're not missing much. I would it's not worth rewinding. Hell yeah. But definitely one of the feedback shows would be good to do as as a big show. Maybe one of the ones uh towards the towards the end of the season 
make it kind of like a bigger uh, feedback show or some sort. So thinking like, you know, the recap show, a feedback show with with a guest or multiple guests and then one show where I'm kind of on my own doing a Game of Thrones uh, feedback show with just me babbling. Because during the uh, the main feedback show, when I have a guest, I probably want to get more of their perspective than than my than my ridiculous babbling. And I'll just kind of read your questions for them and take the calls and stuff for uh, for whoever we happen to be lucky enough to get the guests. Or if you guys are popping on in, whoever else is in the live chat or the feedback questions we've gotten that week. <laughs> I'm so sad I won't be able to watch Better Call Saul. I was kind of sad that I could hate watch Walking Dead but not be able to see Better Call Saul. I was downright depressing. Thank you, Iron. It was really awesome to be able to talk to Nick, and um, it's, it's going to be fun to talk about some Game of Thrones with him and get him get him on the show again. Uh, yeah, Nick's, Nick's good people. And if anyone hasn't checked out my podcast with History Buffs, definitely check that out. I agree. Truth is not truth is definitely not trolling. <laughs> Some people sometimes people confuse it. I'll be. Th- it it is true. It is true. So I guess this is probably as good of a time as any to go. As usual, the end of some of these podcasts is me trying to go for five minutes. Not because I don't have anything to say, partially because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to fucking, you know, there's a certain point where where I literally could just babble for 24 hours straight. Is this the night? It's not particularly going to be this night. But once we get that wheel, as uh, Iron's been talking a lot about doing a telethon of some sorts, that first night we get the wheel, there could be have to stay there could be that button on it the one button that's have to stay on for 12 hours or something shit like that and i know i owe you guys a 12 hour stream anyway but yeah this 20 minute stream (laughs) this 20 this 20 minute stream has gone on a little bit longer this extra time yeah phil get the hell out of here Yep, the 24-hour stream has to happen. It really does. Mm. It has to happen. <laughs> one of these days. Yeah, at, like there'll be like extra hour on the wheel or something as one of the spots. Have to or or at 30 minutes we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm kind of I'm a little drunk and saying saying lots of silly stuff, but We haven't really gotten too far into it. We've decided because we wanna, we want to completely binge watch Black Sails. We want to finish our other show right now that we're working on, and then that's our next big binge that we're going through. We've only watched the first two episodes so far, and we definitely like it. And we're gonna binge watch the whole series. But we're kind of like, or Stephanie is so deep into Mad Men right now. I'm liking it too, but I like the. I'm already starting to wane a little bit in the later seasons uh, rather than the early seasons. But uh, we have two more seasons of Mad Men. And we're probably going to zip through that in the next couple of weeks. And then we're going to get back to uh, to uh, to Black Sails, the next show. So we haven't really watched too much of it yet. Yeah, 30-minute shots can really be... Th- thinned out yeah so we we can figure we can figure it out and uh we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with the wheel it's gonna it's gonna be uh so that that's my question first order of business for the for the motherfuckers that are still in the chat that are with us tonight you guys can actually make decisions here 
Should I be looking to get a wheel or some other random, should I get a roulette wheel with the roulette numbers corresponding to different shit? Should I get a big spinny wheel? I'm thinking stand up spinny wheel. That's what I was thinking. Or some goofy part of me was thinking Plinko, but then someone told me that someone already does, like Jimmy Fallon does Drinko and that's too similar. People are like, you're just copying Jimmy Fallon. Not that I care about that stuff, but... I care, I care about that stuff. I don't want to be like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> so, so maybe I should just get a wheel. So let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's call it a wheel. The add another. Oh my God. Can't wait till you watch it. You'll love the storytelling. I'm pretty excited. And Chairman Duno is doing black. Yeah. Mark loves, uh, black sales. He's, he's a huge fan of that. The good place is a little, uh, goofy, little good show. Good to talk about only 22 minute episode. Why haven't you and DJ's ever? Let's let's start this shit tonight. DJ and I will will definitely stream together. We almost did in a couple of like situations where where we might have been on one of those big podcasts on Tony's channel. Where I, were you on one like one of those early season ones where you had like people one at a time every twenty minutes or so? Like I want to say maybe you were on later in a stream. Like we were on the same cast, but we weren't streaming together or something. And so. But I could be wrong about that. But for some reason, I thought you might have been on that. We need t we need t-shirts. Uh, the 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 analysis of Thrones t-shirt. I'm gonna reissue that pretty soon. Starting for the start of the Game of Thrones season, House FOP. <laughs> so uh, analysis did a great job on that, and. Uh, Maybe put put that on a shirt, put it up somewhere. Oh, okay, for some reason I thought you were on one of those pre-games, DJ. Phil can do mystery. Well, definitely, DJ. Once Game of Thrones season, we'll get we'll get you on one of those multiple feedback shows. But yeah, analysis that you did a good job on that. I'm gonna put out the get that on a T-shirt at some point. Nice, Timo's got to go hug myself t-shirt. There's a couple of limited issues guy t-shirts. Our Red Sox fan has one. Timo has one. Sam, I think, has a sweatshirt. Um, my Aunt Ellen wears Phil Issues, Phil the Issues guy t-shirt. It's kind of funny. Throw a fish out the window, Tim. Could do that. <laughs> I love your randomness, Tim. You're the best, buddy. Mm. analysis if you want to just look at it and uh like i i think it's i think it's ba i think it's basically fine the way it is i have a white i have one in white version and, a, and one in black version so i think i'm gonna do the white on a black t-shirt just make it simple i think i had like too many options last time and shit just have one simple design for the t-shirt bam Beatbox opera. <laughs> we'll have to be a wheel spot. Awesome, Melissa. We'll definitely, I'll definitely get that stuff set up soon. So to be able to get some t-shirts up again. And uh, I'll start with one with like the house FOP one. And maybe I'll re-release some of the other ones that were made at one point in time. And there, like I said, there is one that says, go hug yourself, which was 
our version of showing someone some love and there was one I was working on that said I love Joe and Crow <laughs> there's a couple other ones I got a couple of ideas for t-shirts hey Al Red Sox fan Al Red Sox fan like I said has a sports the fill the issues guy t-shirt there's a picture somewhere of him and Taka together with the uh when Al's wearing the uh fill the issues guy t-shirt But great to see everybody. The first content that I did on this particular channel was I did the second half of Breaking Bad, like the last five episodes of Breaking or last nine episodes of Breaking Bad. And then I did the first, the second half of then there was like a long break because I was part of like a different podcast for a while before that. And then I came back and did start doing the walking dead season four, episode nine, I think it was. And then Joe was on an episode 10. So something like that, but I didn't really start doing it till after that, till around in that, in that area. And then I had to take like a big break cause I moved like we did it for a couple months and then I took like a like almost like a five, six month break because I, I like moved out of my house and wasn't living anywhere and couldn't really do it and all that sort of shit. So we've been, been around for a while. I had a different channel for a while before then. That was doing more of a general kind of... Uh, current events topic kind of podcast just, just basically more ranty more like this more just me babbling and talking talking about oh the other day i just walking outside and then i got pushed into the hospital and someone gave me a colonoscopy it was amazing it was a fucking great colonoscopy i'm sitting there next to the guy guys looking at me we're both looking at each other like wow we just had fucking a huge fucking pipe up our ass today that was great how's your day my day's great too son of a bitch oh slap me five. Oh, do you slap five with someone that just had something up their ass you know that was basically that that was the issues program And then before that, starting in like 2011, 10, no, 2000, yeah, 2010, I had like a radio show for about a year from like 2010 to 2011 on a college radio station on the college I was going to. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and the, I, it was a, it was a three hour show. I'd say about an hour of it I played music and about two hours of it I talked. I had like guests in, some of my friends, some of the people that have been on the podcast. Joe was, ne Joe never really came in the studio, but we had him on a Ventrilo ser server. It was Joe during his Warcraft days and occasionally we'd check in with Joe on the Ventrilo server. Uh, Taka was a bigger part of that show. He he was just someone that was listening and kind of came down the studio and plugged in and started adding sound effects and shit. My friend Devin, my cousins Craig and Alan and Matt, who does the Sopranos podcast, was on that a lot as well. Some of the people I knew from college and didn't really talk much TV. Again, that was more current events, old school stories. We told a lot of stories on that podcast, on that radio show. And then after I graduated, I did a podcast, a couple of like random shits, like was, was on the internet radio station for a few minutes, <laughs> literally for a few minutes. Um, and then I did a... Now, I kind of tried to do a couple of different podcasts, like I said, more general 
issues program babbly kind of shit and uh kind of did the television thing television reviews as like half a not half a joke but but set like i wanted to be separate from everything else i'm like oh I just and then like the first reviews like i did them live on ustream and then upload the videos to youtube and then in the first like walking dead recap that i did the first one i did live on youtube like i don't even show my face i like cut off the camera at my neck and i'm like sitting on my couch and i'm all awkward and shit i'm speaking like this and stuff hey <laughs> So there we go. There we go. So catch it up in the live chat. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Da, da, da. So, yes. So, everybody, what have we learned tonight? We've learned. <laughs> what, have, what have we learned tonight? We've learned that. We've learned that Prison Break is back. Yes, sir. Phil, are you thinking about doing any Last Kingdom content? I've heard a lot of good things about that show. I have not watched a moment of it yet, but I would possibly like to do something at some point, if possible, if I liked it, which I, which a lot of people that I respect their opinion like that show a great deal. So I think I'd probably really enjoy it. Um, was it, I think it was season four, episode eight or some shit like that, or episode nine, excuse me, episode nine. It's horrible. Don't, don't watch that. That's it's bad. <laughs> yeah, we learned that Phil's been trying to go to bed for 25 minutes. <laughs> but, but yeah, King McKay, would you request that, oh, would you request that show? Would you recommend that show for me? So yeah, I heard I've heard many good things about that show. I heard I've heard it described. I think what where's Joe describe it as the wet like basically the Wessex section of Vikings. People were saying in the live chat, Vikings kick Vikings kicks Last Kingdom's ass. Viking yeah, Vikings is much better. Vikings all day, Last Kingdom's is still enjoyable though. We learned that. Phil will never leave. Tom himself, suggestion about balls. Welcome. Awesome. Can't wait. Definitely can't wait. Would also, if if uh, King McKay's ever around, uh, and I know you're probably going to be busy, but if you're ever around during the during the Game of Thrones season, love to get you on something too, if you ever could, could on a uh, feedback show or something. Yeah, I've made a suggestion about balls for Phil's wheel. Great about speaking show. How about Iron Fist? I still haven't watched it. I only watched the first episode, and I just had trouble getting past Loris's acting, so I kind of kept kept turning it off. I do like that Silver from 90210 is on it, which is great that they're bringing CW actors into this Marvel universe. That's awesome. She is... Uh, She's absolutely, you know, it's somehow they're bringing the 90210 world into the Netflix universe. I know that Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's awesome. 
that's awesome that not Beverly Hills 90210, but remake remake 90210 actors are are uh, filling out the amazing cast. <laughs> take me out. Take me out to the Hall of Suite. I love Cisco. I love that Cisco has that Viking that Viking. That Vulcan bias. And I like in that episode how the Vi the Vi Vikings again, the Vulcans are shown in that light as being cocky because for so much of the series, they're seem they're seemingly so enlightened. And I know Sarek has definitely had his cocky moments in different episodes, but in that episode you straight up see the other side of it, how how even how the Vulcans can enjoy it. And on some level they enjoy being physically superior in every level than humans and and being technically more intelligent and all those sorts of things and I love a lot of people think of that as a throwaway episode but I think it's a very good character episode for Cisco because it, it deeply shows how just him as a person and how like the story that explains what happened to him to cause him that problem with that particular Vulcan and kind of his biases against Vulcans in general just make a lot of sense and I think Avery Brooks plays that exceptionally well in that episode You have to power, you just have to power through that Iron Fist shit. I know, I kind of have to because I'm super excited for the Defenders. So I guess, like, I'm a completionist in some ways. So some part of me is going to feel compelled to eventually finish Iron Fist. So I might as well just soldier through it. Excuse me. Get a bingo cage, right? Tasks in the ball. Roll the cage and when someone donates a super chat. Roll the cage and choose the ball and do the task. A bingo cage could work, and a bingo cage would probably be a lot cheaper. I think they sell them at, like, Marshalls at, like, department stores for, like, 20 30 bucks or something like that. I could easily get a little bingo wheel, a little bingo cart thing to spin. It's simple. I could just pick it up, go like this. I was just going to the camera like the camera's on. Fans would, yeah, people wouldn't be able to see it quite as well. That's the only reason why I was thinking a big wheel or something, something visually big, but it, it could be something I could get temporarily while I, while I saved up to get a good big wheel, <laughs> to get a big, nice wheel. Our Red Sox fan Slapshot is coming. I just happened to own Spaceballs. I thought we talked, we talked about, Joe and I talked about doing Slapshot. We'll talk about it on movie night before we start on Saturday. But like, Spaceballs, it's funny. Stephanie and I were talking about Spaceballs. We were talking about watching it. Joe and I happened to bring up Spaceballs, like, just off camera and just talking about some shit. And that came up. And then Heath requested it. So so I just, it it all fit together for it to be a Spaceballs trip. You can do a tic-tac-toe type board with nine different covered items. Super Chats, pick which square you uncover. Square live. Ooh, that's interesting too, Iron Throne. Trivia wheel. Easy to make. Lots of fun, fun thoughts. What's cool about this too is different nights we could use different things. If I can start to gather a lot of random things in different games, we can play we can play a tic-tac-toe night. We could tonight's tic-tac-toe night and on the super chat. We were playing that a game like that. If anyone's made any suggestions in the live chat tonight and you think it's a good suggestion, you want to make sure I remember, please either email me privately if you're if you're connected with me on Twitter, DM me or message me privately on Discord or email 
me at iguideissuesman at gmail.com to let me know any suggestions you have for things to put on the wheel or other kinds of games that you might want to see played during Super Chat. Love to see what you guys want to see, and I will do my best to bring it to you. Might take a little while for me to get stuff, but I'll eventually get it or be able to make something cool and be able to have some fun. Yeah, Indestructibles is great. I wouldn't be the one making it. I can't make, I can't draw a stick figure with a compass and a ruler. Like, I have some things that I do relatively okay. Building and making things is not one of them. (laughs) So it would be Stephanie that would be making said wheel or Taka that would be making said wheel. But I might task Taka to do it when he's out of school. He's in. He's he's dealing with the end of his semester. When when he's done with his semester, uh, Taka's sort of my go-to building guy. So I'll go to him and tell him to build me some giant fucking monstrosity. <laughs> we'll work on that tomorrow, uh, Saturday night. Joe and I will play rock paper scissors for shots. Joe might be taking some shots tomorrow to talk about the uh, Walking Dead too. He might have to. Awesome. That, that's a great idea, Iron. I'd totally be down for something like that. People uh, bang right in, you know, have them call right in right afterwards. Connect it. Lots of fun stuff. Lots of great ideas. And as I said, if you have some awesome thoughts and some things, please gather them together. Email them to me because I'm an idiot and I won't remember it right now. Good stuff. A dartboard, I would never hit it. (laughs) I would end up hitting my cat. My cat is 17, but going out with getting hit by a dart by me would be a tough way to go. Yes, it's true. If we have the wheel, Danny might want to break it. Shots, opera singing. They're all just points on the wheel. I'm going to break it. See you analysis. Have a good night. I'll be going. I'll be going to bed really soon too, as well. Just starting to wrap this up. <laughs> People are like we've heard that before, Phil. We'll believe it. No, no. And then I'll just disappear. I'm like, okay, I'm going. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Never work with animals. My cats upstage me. Exactly, t- Tim. I have no skill. Mm. I'm about as uncoordinated as they come. Yeah, we're getting close for that. There was some weird thing with a network I was part of as well where I got unlinked from the network and now I'm having to wait for the last couple of months of payments that they owe me. Some hinky network shit. Anyone who has YouTube channels will know sometimes when you want to unlink from a network, it's a bunch of fucking crap. I don't want to talk too much about it, but I'm sort of troubling them. And if I end up getting what they actually are supposed to give me, then I'm going to use that to get a wheel. And this is all going to be easy peasy, lemon breezy. So hopefully, hopefully they will do the right thing and give me and give me what give me give me the money, Lebowski. You fucking network. Give me the money, Lebowski.
fuck, fuck leaving. We're having a board meeting and you're the CEO. It's true. We are having a board meeting. Timo, you're, you're one of the leading, uh, leading producers, executive producers of the content too. We're all nocturnal. Analysis and Kyote are hoping I go go and play Zelda all night. If I didn't have to get up tomorrow and go to work tomorrow uh, and go entertain the youth of America for the next three days, I would uh, I would go play some Zelda right now. It really is king. Like like I wanted to get. I had emailed them a while to try to get out of the network because they weren't allowing the super chat feature. And then they eventually allowed the super chat feature to go through. So I had, and that I had already kind of requested to unlink. So I didn't even know they were unlinked. And then I, some weird communication with them where, where whatever. And I ended up getting unlinked and which is fine. Cause I wanted to leave anyway. And that was like a couple of weeks ago, like right before the second to last episode of The Walking Dead. And they owe me for two months because, you know, they pay you they pay you a couple of months ahead of time. So I'm hoping that they don't just screw me out of that. But I know networks do that. They fucking like I, I have to stay on them to actually get that money. Give me the money, Lebowski. They're pains in the butts to get away from. I know that's like a little inside baseball. No one no one wants to hear Amy talk about the shit. It's really not that much, but all I mean is enough to get a fucking wheel. <laughs> I'm talking about fucking AdSense money for Christ's sake. So it's not really much. And like the first couple of nights of super chat, but So networks are kind of like a dirt, a dirty biz, a dirty business. They they might they nickel and dime you around the edges. You know, it's like they cut you off. You can't really look at any old statistics. You're lucky that you that's why you have to save them because everything's wiped. So you can't even really see exactly on their website what they owe you. It's just like send me the money, send me the money. I feel like a fucking uh, drug dealer that owes that get needs to get money from his junkie every every day i'm sending another email hey guys just checking you know you haven't got back to me i just want an update just tell me it's coming you know just say something i don't like it when someone owes me money and they're not responding you know if you can't pay me right now that's okay but just you know yeah it's like it's for me right now it's some it's like 300 bucks or something that they're trying that that it's just up in the air, which isn't, isn't chump change. You know, that's like, for me, that's like a, that's like a fucking, it's a month's pay, you know, <laughs> I'm poor, but yeah, it's, it's something like 300 that they're trying to fuck me over, that they owe me over the course of a couple months. And it's just like, come on, pay me, you bastards. I want my dollar, bitches. Navi will haunt you in your sleep. You wake up in cold sweats thinking, hey, listen. Hey, listen. I do need a mic. They're third parties. They're ways of like all channels like 
multi-channels coming together. It's 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 weird. I don't want to go too inside baseball because people don't really want to hear about that crap. But ultimately, it's it's a means to an end in some ways. Sometimes networks they offer you like some free some music you can choose from music libraries. But ultimately, in a lot of ways, they're unnecessary and they're kind of scammy. There's some good benefits like getting paid monthly and and other sorts of features that they have. But ultimately, networks are kind of they're just scamming around. They they offer you some some good things, some, some feedback, especially when you're a bigger channel. But there's a lot of people with a lot of stories of networks taking advantage of smaller channels. You do not have to go through them. You can go directly through YouTube AdSense. But there are some limitations to that, like there's a payment threshold that you have to wait for it to reach certain amounts. And if you're like a channel that doesn't make too much money, like something like me that most months it's like chump change and like from the, ad, from the ad revenue. And I just kind of want to be able to get it every month just to buy dinner or something, you know? So you go through a network because then they can set up like monthly trend. It's like stupid shit like that. You got, I mean, no one, no one wants to hear about this crap. King McKay. Yeah, there's like weird reasons why I joined because I because I was because I got a because I wanted to get paid every month. We're even small, even if it was two dollars, which most months it was like, you know, got I want to get exactly how much. But, you know, some months it was like, you know, two dollars, three dollars. But still, it's like it feels cool to get that two or three dollars that month. You're like, oh, two or three dollars. It's fucking great. And I can buy a fucking soda with this. This is awesome. I made a soda on YouTube. It's fucking great. Great. But so I wanted to kind of get it every month. And st so I signed up for a network basically right away, like immediately when I had like 150 subscribers or something like that. I was like, I'm signing up for a network now. <laughs> yes. Get me in. Look, I'm in a network. Look, I'm getting a chat. I'm getting money transferred to my PayPal account every month. It's it's $3. Yay. Hmm. <laughs> so could I. I don't want to get too personal, but I just had a basic like <laughs> a lot of a lot of expenses recently. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. Give me my two dollars now. Give it to me every. Give it to me every month. I want that two dollars. But yeah. So it's it's and again. It's not in that that three I'm talking about. That's like over like three three or four months or something like that. You know, it's not that's not a, that's not a like a great deal. But again, it's you want it's that's why I joined a network at first. And I thought like at the beginning, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I thought it would help the channel grow or something like that. Because they because they it's like, oh, yeah, this is a com lively community with people that want to do crossover videos and collaborations. And and we have direct people that work one on one with you to do this. And then when you get in the network, it's none of that. It's a forum that, that hasn't been updated in, in six months and pe people that won't answer your emails and excuse me. And they're taking a percentage of what you make every month, even if this, you're making a dollar, they're taking they're taking uh, a dime of that dollar. <laughs> But I'm drunk and babbling about things that no one wants to hear about. <laughs> so everyone, thank you so much uh, for checking out this little stream.
I will talk to you guys very, very soon tomorrow with Joe, or Joe will be talking tomorrow. I'll be sitting here smiling. I think Joe will actually be in studio tomorrow, so it'll be good to have Joe here uh, two times. He'll be in studio for that and in the other room for for uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, so basically they're cunts. Yeah, they're basically, I mean, not all of them. There are some positives to them, especially if you're a bigger channel. They can hook you up with cool advertising deals, give you better percentages, uh, give you sponsorship deals and shit like that. I mean, there's there are some positives to them, but they're just, they're quick to just bring in so many people just because they jack up their transaction fees that they make. And when you're below a certain point, you, you're lucky if you ever hear from them. And they're just taking your money and every month for basically nothing and sometimes hassling you to get the money. Sometimes, you know, they pay you late and you have to send an email. Hey, I didn't get my didn't get my uh, payment this month. Oh, we're sorry. You know, it's like, what would you have done eventually? Like, would you have ever caught that? No, you wouldn't have. You would have just kept that. And most a lot of people don't follow up. They don't realize, you know, they don't count what they're you know, there's times where they've messed up on numbers and you have to write them. Well, actually, that's not the correct numbers. They're like, oh, whoops, sorry. Now we'll send you the right amount. And you know, sometimes, again, I'm not talking about big numbers here, like, it's like 30 instead of 20 or something like that, but still, it's like those numbers add up. If Most of these networks have like thousands of channels, and if you add those microtransactions up of all the little money that they're nickel-diming off people, you know, the, uh, what do they call it in casino, the the little, the the fall, the suffrage, not the suffrage, the uh, leakage, leakage. You know, the networks make a fucking fortune on the leakage on money that people just slips through the doors, 50 cents here, a dollar here, like from like thousands and thousands of channels, that money fucking adds up and they're like, oh, whoopsies. So, blibbity blubbity blibbity blah blah. So everybody, <laughs> yeah, 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 we all know, we all know, we all know. Exactly, and that and that's the best feature, and that's what I mean. There are some good features. They they can help you with copyright stuff. The if you can get a good communication with one and like I'm not against joining them, but I'm more for me and for people like smaller channels. They like, and I'm not I'm not, not like I'm a big channel, but I mean like smaller channels, they really scam the fuck out of you. But yes, <laughs> I'm gonna go before I keep talking shit. Have a good night, everyone. Talk to you soon.
make me happy to hold my hand. You pissed off the wrong person. I just wanna make you suffer for this. Yeah, payback's a bitch, a little bitch. Don't worry about it till the end. Mouth, I hold my heart. I'm standing on Sam and legs spread apart. Care about the vine that is your line that used to be mine, so I drag it down the line. <laughs>